You're listening to the PT and the Give Dog podcast, episode 49. It's an emergency pod, as Antonio Brown is now a patriot. Let's do this. All right, what, what is that sound that you hear? That is the sound of an emergency podcast. Antonio Brown on the Patriots. It sucks to talk about fantasy football, but I've had him on my team in a keeper week the last nine years. Um, what a whirlwind <laughs> the last few days for him to be a Raider and now to be a Patriot. Um, this, this will be interesting, uh, <laughs> to say the very least. Um well, yeah, it's it, it's it's Patriots. It's it's the same. It's the same reaction, but probably a little bit more when we were in college when the Patriots traded for Randy Moss on drafting. Like I think yeah. we had a we had a very similar similar you know reaction. Um, it, however, I do think that Antonio Brown is way more out in left field than Randy Moss ever was. Uh, so I think you're definitely dealing with someone a little bit more uh, more mercurial. I mean, I know we had Randy Moss. We had the Chad Ochocinco, mm-hmm. you know, one season long brief yeah. uh, stint that Horrible. did not work out. No. Um, but literally, Pat, I'm coming. I'm coming from the Boston College football game where I was talking with a lot of Steeler fans <laughs> right now, and they were all saying he's going to show. He's going to end up with the Patriots. He's going to end up with the Patriots. It's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. Um, I was not as convinced. I think you and I were actually texting back yeah. and forth about it that it wasn't going to happen. I mean, I, I kind of, you know. I, you think, oh, they've already got Josh Gordon and Demarius Thomas in yeah. the fold. You know, you got Nikhil K- Harry on IR. When he comes back, someone's going to – they're going to have to make a move somewhere. Um, you know, they've got Edelman. He's not going anywhere. You got Philip Dorsett, who's been a mainstay the last couple of years. So, like, where's the room for this guy is the question. I mean, for someone with the talent room of Antonio, Antonio Brown, come on. You make, I mean, you do make room for him. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I, that came out wrong. I'm know, not saying, like, there's no I room know. for him. But it's just like, would the Patriots really make a t- take a flyer at it when they, you know, they seem like they might be all set at the wideout position? But again, he's so talented. It's very. I mean, it's the same. It's what they did with Josh Gordon last year. Again, he's just mm-hmm. so talented. It cost to the, cost him what a fourth round, third round, fourth round pick from from the Browns Gordon. to get to yeah. get Gordon. Um, yeah. And again, we're just sticking with if if, if it's. They take a chance on the talented malcontents that don't work out anywhere else. And, you know, the jury's still out on Gordon. I mean, that could end up being good. Uh, it didn't work with Ocho Cinco. It worked beautifully with Randy Moss. Um, yeah. Or it worked as long as it really was going to work with Moss before it did kind of end not so great. But we'll, we'll see what happens here. I'm still kind of, you know, grasping it, and it's, it's I think it's hilarious. But uh, I don't know what you got. It's it, it's it's fascinating, and I mean, just just, just going back a little bit, uh, the, the Patriots receiving cores has has been pretty solid for a number of years, and then um, recently we have not really restocked, and especially this year, it looked like we were in some big trouble um, with uh, Gronkowski obviously retiring. Um, not that Chris Hogan was the answer last year, but um, someone who's a dep- dependable third option leaving. Amendola had left the prior year. Uh, Josh Gordon was uh, suspended in this December, so wasn't even there for the big games uh, that, that mattered for the season. So you're coming into the season, and, and yeah, they drafted Nikhil Harry. I mean, tell me the last Patriots rookie receiver who's had an impact. Um, 
anyone before Branch or Givens. I mean, it's it's been a while. Um, so really, it was it was Edelman. You know, you've Ben Watson, who we drafted, you know, 15 years ago, end of four game suspension. Um, there really wasn't a lot uh, a lot going on, and then of course Gordon gets to go ahead to come back. That's great to have uh, as kind of the deep threat. Uh, Dorsett. Um, I'm still not super high on Dorsett, but a good option. And now Antonio Brown, who arguably has been the best receiver in football the last eight years. Um, you have him right up there with Julio Jones, probably ahead of A.J. Green, probably ahead of Odell Beckham, um, right up there with DeAndre Hopkins. And it's like what you said, it's a, it's definitely a flyer. Um, and it's not a no-risk flyer. They didn't have to give up draft capital, but they're paying him $9 million guaranteed with incentives to make up to 15 is what the latest I read. And again, this happened an hour ago. It may have changed. That may not be true. Um, but hey, you get the money. Um, might as well use it. And if it turns out that he is anywhere near uh, where he was in, in Pittsburgh with, with, with Roethlisberger, this is a whole new dimension that we haven't seen on this Patriots team in a while. So as a fan, uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I, I do think it's going to take a few weeks. Um, I think it will take until October, to be honest, before he is really in sync with Brady and in the middle of this offense. And hopefully we don't have another helmet situation or, a uh, you know, <laughs> shoving match with the GM situation. I don't think the Patriots technically have a GM, right? Uh, I mean, Belichick plays the role. We have Casera, right. who's uh, player personnel. So that, that's maybe a good thing. Um, but assuming no distractions, this will be fascinating to see. And this Patriots team has the luxury of really planning for December, January, uh, and hopefully February, and that's what they're doing here. If if, if uh, Brown's uh, close to zero the first couple months, that's fine. Getting a rhythm with Brady. It was similar with Gordon. You just started seeing him put the pieces together in, in November last year, and it was unfortunate that he wasn't around for December, January. Uh, they were able to still win without him. Uh, but excited that Gordon's back mentally healthy, and we'll see. I mean, now we have this locker room that has a reputation of hey we'll take your malcontents and we'll turn them into uh we'll turn we'll turn we'll turn them the best we can into into folks who can operate with this team and um the one thing that belichick is not going to do is handle any bullshit right uh tomlin let let ab do whatever he want for quite some time i mean filming tom tomlin's victory speech in the locker room before playing the patriots what was he doing (laughs) um and, and gruden even last night first of all that youtube that uh Brown posted was amazing. Like, can we, yeah, can uh, we talk about the production of that video just for a second? Not to cut you off, but you got that like dramatic violin music in the background. Um, you know, that it was great. Whoever, whoever produced that, you know, shouldn't be doing Antonio Brown's YouTube videos. Nike. Yeah, they should be he somewhere should be else. Nike. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and, and to be fair, that conversation probably happened a few weeks ago. It wasn't last night, uh, but and hopefully he doesn't get sued. Uh, because he's violating the two-party consent uh, law. You mean he, uh, he, he broke the law in California? Yeah, he broke the law. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> aside that, it was really cool to see that. Um, will, so, Goodell, uh, will Goodell suspend him for breaking the law in California? Uh, Goodell is loving this. Um, <laughs> I mean, the amount of attention that's, that's just being loaded on uh, heading into week one of the season is uh, pretty astonishing. Um, and of course, the irony is, is that Hard Knocks had the Raiders this year, and stopped filming before all of this happened so uh that's just hilarious we wouldn't we wouldn't we wouldn't have seen it anyway uh that this was the worst season of hard knocks i think ever pretty much i've always Mm -hmm. enjoyed hard knocks it didn't matter if it was the 
Cincinnati Bengals or the Herm Edwards Kansas City Chiefs. It was always good. It was always riveting. You liked seeing the behind the scenes. You know the you know the meetings between the GM and the coach about the roster. Um, you know you saw a lot of that when the Falcons were on a couple of years ago. Um, I thought the one on the the one the one when the Jets were on was great. I mean you hate the Jets, but that was great television. Give me a goddamn um, snap. Right. But the, it was the, really the Brown, just the, the Browns, it was the just Browns, the the Browns was great as well. It was, it was, but it's just the Raiders. There was none of that. There was no behind the scenes. There was no at cut time. There was no one on one between Gruden and the players. There was no one on one between Mayock and the players. You know, at cut day or anything like that. And the only stuff you saw in this whole Antonio Brown thing was him and Gruden. You know, chumming it up out on the football field. You know. You know, basically, you know, loving each other up, you know, and there was you, you didn't see any of it. You saw absolutely nothing, not even a piece of it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have said what you just said. You see it on social media. Oh, Hard Knocks ended early. You know, it would have been great to see this. We never would have seen it. We True. never we never we never would have. The beginning of the end for Antonio Brown in Oakland was when Mike Mayock got in front of the media it was during the whole helmet thing was going on, and Gruden could have given two shits about the helmet as long as he was out there on week one ready to, ready to play football. You know, I, I, it was more yeah. so you saw Gruden having his back more so than Mayock did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting to think through, and um, I mean, here, here's the thing. You trade a third and a fifth rounder, you know the guy is a little bit... So, so he was angry at the Steelers because they were not going to guarantee him all this money right so he cares a lot about this guaranteed money the Raiders of course gave him the contract as soon as they made the trade he was ecstatic um and yes he was a distraction yes he was a prima donna above the team um but you kind of have to know he's going to act like that and that's what the Raiders wanted to do they wanted to make that splash heading to Vegas next year right they wanted a star they wanted to put um actually a player next to Gruden's freaking face uh in, in Vegas and all these billboards, right? Um, but, uh, I mean, what what I think they, they erred in doing was as soon as you start suspending him and um, taking away some of that guaranteed money, that's what flipped the switch for him. Because um, that was his whole grievance uh, as he was as he was talking to Pittsburgh and, and, and wanting to get out of Pittsburgh, right? Um, right. So it, it's tough. I, I don't think Mayock could have... It, it was really a bad situation, and it was really hard for Mayock to figure out any way out of it. Because if you start letting him do this, he's just going to keep doing it, right? But why do you make the trade then if you are going to... I mean, you almost have to trade for him and understand that he is, he's above the team in some ways, which it isn't ideal to say that, but why, why, you kind of... You knew this was a possibility, right? And um, the fact that the Raiders... I mean, luckily they're not on the hook for any of the guaranteed money, but like third and fifth round pick is pretty steep uh, in terms of draft capital, plus the distraction plus no backup plan. I can't name one receiver on the Raiders right now. Derek Carr isn't that good anyway. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, yeah. Clemson okay, University. We go. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, we got some stars. Um, so, uh, I mean, hopefully this Alabama running back is good, or else, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you about this this Oakland offense. Um, but, yeah. I mean, uh, Oakland's going to be Oakland's going to be bad. I mean, they have, real bad. they have 14, they have, what, I think they said they have 14 rookies or something on the team. And like five, five of them, five of them were undrafted rookies. Now, not not to take anything away from those guys that made the football team, but you know that's that's not good. No, <laughs> it's not a good thing can, to the Raiders. So, so, so related to that, can I give you my um, 
I'd call it a hot take, but I actually think it's like even hotter than a hot take. I think it's scorching Ooh. hot. I think it's a spicy scorching hot take. You want it? Sure. Sure. All right. So you talked about the Raiders youth, the Raiders inexperience. Um, we haven't talked too much about John Gruden and, and his ability to coach football games and whether he's as good as that as he used to be uh, versus announcing football games. What if, what if Antonio Brown is actually a genius and orchestrated this whole thing because he knew the Raiders were going to suck and he knew it was going to be a terrible team and that they were not going to win many football games and that Derek Carr is not a quality NFL quarterback um, and he orchestrated this whole thing to get out of Oakland because, you know, he was going to be in Oakland the next three years for sure with the guaranteed contract that, that right. he signed. Yeah. What if he doesn't want to lose football games? What if he actually cares about winning? And he did everything he could to get out of this situation. He did the stupid helmet thing, which honestly makes no sense why he would. Um, it's possible. That's to, a lot of money, though, that you know, he left on the table. Why, why, why would he do the helmet thing? Which is just ridiculous. Like, does it really matter that much? Come on, give me a break. Um, why would he push the general manager? Like, he's doing crazy things. And yes, it's a lot of guaranteed money. But all it takes is one other team or two other teams out of these 31 other ones to say, you know what? We'll take the chance on you. And I think, you know, he's got a, he's got Drew Rosenhaus. I'm sure Rosenhaus is an agent to tell him what the market is potentially. What if Antonio Brown is actually the big winner out of all this? Because I, I told you what the contract was with Patriots, $9 million plus up to $6 million in guarantees if he, or uh, in incentives. Uh, he's going to make $15 million this year. That was the same he was going to make with the Raiders. Oh, and wait, he's a free agent again after this year. Go back to the market and sign with any team you want. Um, so that's my scorching, wild, spicy hot take that Antonio Brown in the Kanye West category of being a genius and actually figured out his way to get out of Oakland, a, t- a situation that is actually not good for him, and indirectly get out of Pittsburgh, which is crazy given Pittsburgh ate about $30 million in dead cap money to get him onto the squad, um, and now finds himself the New England Patriots, likely the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Have a great November, December, January, February, and then pick whatever team you want. And sign another max deal. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me I'm crazy. It's quite possible. It's, I, it's just because there's so much money. He left so much money on the table. It's a lot of money. You know, it's a lot of money. Uh, and you know, I, he ended up in Oakland. I think. I think Miami was trying. You know, that I think that I think that's where he was heading before the Raiders swooped in with. I mean, you know, all gonna, that. They're, they're, they're going to suck too. I mean, I know he's from there, but they're going to suck too. This right. Year. No, 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 I know. But, I mean, so he was ready to go to Miami and play for a terrible team. So I, I don't think it was necessarily the losing that was – there could be something to that. Yeah, I'm not totally dismissing it. It's a it's a very good, well-thought-out hot take. I will give, give you <laughs> I that. Appreciate that. Um, I appreciate that. But that's just so much money, you know, to leave to leave, to, to leave on the table. And what is it, $9 million guaranteed with, you know, with yeah. the Patriots? I know it's just for the one year. Um, I I don't I don't know. It's gonna be like I said. It's gonna be very very interesting to see how it how how it all plays out. Um, you know, on on paper, you know, you're looking at you know Antonio Brown is your Randy Moss, and mm-hmm. uh, you know Julian Edelman is your Wes Welker. So it's it's another it's another oh seven oh eight you know offense. Like the last time the Patriots had the you know the, the, probably their best statistical offense you know since. You know, in, in recent memory, was that year with those two? So you have those, you know, those two guys playing that role, and then you know, just don't. We Josh Gordon can't get lost in this. 
Um, yeah. You know, the, the fact that you got, you know, you got Edelman in the slot and you got Brown to one side and Gordon to the other, that's pretty exciting to think about on paper. You just hope that it can gel and come together. Um, you know, people are going to say it. People are going to say it. I think you said that, you know, Bill Simmons alluded to this in his pod, which I haven't listened to. I haven't listened um, to either. That, I'm, you know, I'm just guessing. Just, well, yeah, that you can't have Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon, but they're, they're, they're two different problem children. And not to, yeah. not to call Josh Gordon a problem children, you know, Brown's been an issue in the locker room. You know, I, from all what I've heard, you know, about Josh Gordon and, you know, particularly from the Patriots, uh, you know, Josh Gordon, the teammate, everyone loves him. You know, in the locker room, he was, you know, gelling with the guys. He enjoyed being there. It was just his substance abuse issue that was, you know, holding him back. It's a totally different situation with Antonio Brown. So it's really apples and oranges when you're comparing them. Gordon gets through, um, you know, as, 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 as done what he can to put his, you know, put his substance issues behind him. And does Antonio Brown conform under the, you know, uh, uh, you know, in, in Bill Belichick's system and in the Patriots organization? Probably with, you know, the greatest quarterback in the history of the game thrown in the football, he might. Um, you know, it, I mean, it's everyone's conformed. Even Chad Ochocinco conformed when he was here. It just, he just didn't work out. He, he just couldn't, couldn't get open. I know probably that he just he wasn't, you know, he was he was on the he was on the you know the back nine as far as you know as his talent went. You know, all these guys that have come in have have conformed. You know, and so, you know, track record is good, but there's still some element of risk because I think Antonio Brown is a personality that even the Patriots haven't seen, you know, recently. Yeah, and and Belichick will just cut him. He'll, he'll eat the nine million if he has to. Um, and I think it's worth it—the the risk and reward. Um, can, can we talk about how good this receiving roster uh, would be in like 2014, 2015? We have Antonio Brown, Josh oh my Gordon, God. Demarius Thomas, Julian Edelman. Uh, the Patriots still own the rights to a uh, certain number 87 tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Um, I'm not saying they're not good now. I, I'm just saying many of these folks, their peak was, was four or five years ago. And I might have just listed you what the Pro Bowl roster was uh, from a wideout perspective uh, back in 2014, 2015. Um, so, and, and of course, Tom Brady throwing the football. So it'll, it'll be really interesting to, to watch. And, um, as you said with uh, Ocho Cinco, he could form, he couldn't get open. Brown can get open. Brown can get open against anybody. Um, the question is, uh, of course, uh, can he conform? And uh, we will see. I think we'll know pretty quickly, to be honest. I think after two or three weeks, we'll, we'll figure out if he realizes he needs to shut up and he can do what he wants in the offseason, just contribute to winning football games. Um, but it'll, it'll be fascinating to watch. And just another subplot in, in this interesting season. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we know what, um, you know, good, you know, the NFL Network's morning football show will be about. We know what will yeah. be, you know, you know, be talked about at nauseum on NFL Countdown tomorrow morning on ESPN, CBS, Fox, their kickoff shows uh, yeah. tomorrow night, NBC's coverage of Sunday Night Football. Uh, it's going to consume it for the next 24 hours. It's all everyone's going to talk about. Um but everyone, all everyone, I mean, they've been they've been doing nothing but talking about him since the talk of the suspension, you know, occurred yeah. a couple of days ago. Um, from the minute you know the, the said it's been, a, it's been a few weeks. He's been yeah. one of the top oh, headlines yeah. for a few weeks. Yeah. No, and it just it also just show again. Just I, I know I was laying on the Raiders pretty good in my, you know, just killing hard knocks this year. But let's put the TV show for HBO aside. 
I mean, just how bad does it make the Raiders as an organization look? Where this Real happens, bad. you say you're suspending the guy, then something happens where, you know, he supposedly tearfully apologizes to his teammates, um, you know, in the, you know, and and the, and, the, and the suspension's rescinded. John Gruden's out yeah. there saying that he's going to play Monday night. And yeah. then now we get to this point where he releases that, as you said, amazing video last night. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then this morning with the Instagram, yeah, release me Raiders after all that. Uh, you know, it's just unbelievable. Just one step after another, how this has happened. And it's just consumed NFL talk. And now he's joining up with the hated New England Patriots. And it's just going to, it's good. It's just, it's just going to, it's, it's going to, it's going to dominate the news cycle. It's going to, even Monday, doesn't matter what happens in week one of the NFL with all the games going on tomorrow. Get up all, you know, your favorite shows, Skip and Shannon, Undisputed. Stephen A. and Kellerman on ESPN. This is all they're gonna. This is gonna monopolize sports talk for the next week, or at least until he takes his first snap. Uh, you know, in a Patriots uniform. Here's a question: Does uh, Ben Watson give up the number eighty-four? I was thinking the same thing. I wonder. <laughs> I, well, I mean, he's suspended for the first four games, so does he really even have a choice? <laughs> I think he probably has a choice. Yeah, I, I uh, think I think Ben's given that up. I think that's. Uh, that, uh, I'd be shocked if that wasn't part of the deal. To be totally, I don't honest. think Ben Watson cares about his number. <laughs> no, I think I got Antonio Brown probably does. <laughs> well, I got a question for you, Pat. Who goes yeah. now? You know, to for, to to you know to to get when when the time it won't be tomorrow because he can't play. Nor yeah. even if he could, would he play? Um, who do you think goes? You know, someone's got to go for Antonio Brown. Uh. I think it's Demarius Thomas. Got, I was just going to say the same thing. I think it's Demarius Thomas as well. Uh, I also think Demarius Thomas is washed up, by the way. I don't think he's that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he had a good last preseason game against you know the Giants, you know, third and fourth guy. I mean, he made a couple nice catches. I wouldn't say he's completely done. I don't but, think he can get open. He, he, yeah. he, he, he has the height and the athleticism to catch balls, but I think it's another Hogan and, honestly, Adam uh, Amendola situation where these guys just can't get open anymore. Uh, so I think it's Thomas that probably goes. I think. I mean, team, I, what's his name? What's his name? The special teams guy. Uh, Gunner Olazuski or whatever. I would love to. Yeah. 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 Well, they. Much rather have him. I, well, I don't think it'll be him because I mean they did so much to keep him. They released yeah. Thomas the first time, yeah. just so they could designate Harry on the IR to return yeah. in week six. And now, and now maybe a situation where they don't feel they have to run rush Harry back. You know, if that ankle injury of his is something, you know, you just kind of let him get healthy, you know, get a, a year to, you know, learn the system and do everything. Maybe this puts a little less pressure on, you know, on, on him, you know, moving forward. Um, I don't know. They're going to have to make a decision there down the line. But yeah, I'm with you. It's probably Thomas. Um, yeah. You know, the other one, maybe it could be Dorsett, but I think Dorsett's yeah. one of the guys, he's been around. He's been... They like him. He, he's, they like him. He's been in the system. He knows everything. You know, I, I think Dorsett stays. It's probably it's probably Demarius Thomas when the time comes. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I think gonna, so. I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing. So so we've been pretty positive on this, and I think again, relatively low risk. It's not it's not my money uh, that that's going to go to him. Um, is, is there any case where this actually backfires? Not backfires in like Belichick meets him and then releases him two days later. I don't consider that backfiring. Uh, not no. ideal. But is, no, is because any, I think is there, is there any case where this turns out badly for the Patriots? I don't think so because I, they've all, they've had to have had all these discussions and done this and and hell this you know 
what were we talking about at nauseum around NBA free agency was the tampering that goes on. Yep. You know the Patriots have been this this did not just happen, you know, since you know they released him this morning. Um, you know, these discussions have been going on. You know he's been talking to some they've been Rosenhaus has been talking to them, you know, there has to have had some communication that's been happening in the last couple of days, knowing that his end with the Raiders was, um, you know, I, I think all these, just, uh, Belichick knows what he's getting into. I don't think there's any, he shows up and he goes, oh, we even had a big mistake here. Um, yeah. it, it may come to a point where he wears out his welcome here, you know, very similar to like a Randy Moss that you're talking about earlier. Where, you know, I mean, he traded, what, Randy Moss in week four, week five of the season one year. Yeah. Um, I think it does end that way eventually, but not right away. You know, I, th- I think we, you know, barring barring an injury or anything like that, I, he gets through this year, you know, and then they reassess, and maybe he has a year where he prices himself out of New England, you know, kind of like where Jarrell Rivas was here for a year and priced himself out. Oh, know, oh so. interesting. Do you... I, I I was assigning a zero percent probability that he's here after this year. You think there's a chance that he could be here after this year? Uh, I, th- I, th- I think I, I think it's a year situation. Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, if I if, if I had to pick one or the other, I would say no. He'd be gone after a year. I think there's definitely a possibility. It all depends how it goes and how it works out. Um, yeah, but but, but but we would make him take a discount. He's not taking. We a would, and I'm not necessarily would. But and maybe they, yeah. Pat, you, 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 no. it, it all depends. I don't know. It all depends how the year goes. Jesus, it really does. Come on. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think it. Yeah, it's more likely to be a one-year thing than a multi-year thing. Absolutely. Okay. But we don't know. Yeah, you, 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 you don't know. You don't know. They want. I mean, they wanted Darrell Reeves back. Um, it's just it, it didn't work out. Yeah, the Jets gave him fifty million dollars. Right, via, exactly. You know, a, a Nickelback. Exactly, exactly. But I, I mean, Antonio Brown, I don't think is going to be a Nickelback. I think he's still got some. I think he's still got something left in the tank for sure. So, I I really don't think he's been a habitual distraction, right? Like we mentioned the the filming Tomlin after the game. He used to come into training camp every year, try to one up himself. He had antique cars. He had. Uh, helicopters, things like that. Um, him and Ben gotten a little bit of a war award uh, words a couple times, but I mean, by all accounts, he's a very hardworking um, athlete. I mean, he, he is someone who puts the reps in. He was what a sixth round pick out of Central Michigan. I was at the game Halloween two thousand nine, where where Central Michigan uh, Chippewas uh, with Dan Lefevre, uh at quarterback. Uh, lost to the Boston College Eagles, so I was at that game. Um, this is a this is a guy who worked from um, having literally nothing growing up in, in, in outside Miami uh, to getting that scholarship at Central Michigan. Sixth round pick out of the Steelers comes on at the end of the season, um, and then by year two is, is a star player. Um, he's someone who has worked hard and. Clearly, he's in a position now where he has the wrong people around him um, and is, is making some very bad decisions. I mean, he lost $30 million in, in a matter of days, which is kind of crazy, right? Um, but I, I don't see him um, as someone who's neglecting the X's and O's. And, and the Belichick offense is something – sorry, the McDaniels offense, if we're being technical, um, is something that does require – exquisite timing between the quarterback and receivers. I mean, a lot of this stuff has to happen on field. We've seen too many receivers who just never 
got the the timing down. Um, Joey Joey Galloway comes to mind. Reggie Wayne comes to mind. I mean, Ochocinco, you're, you're saying it as well as me, uh, comes to mind. Um, as folks who just never got it. Um, I think he can get that. <laughs> um, and I don't think, hopefully this is a good reality check. Um, and I don't actually believe my hot take uh, that, that he's been conspiring to do this the whole time once he realized, oh shit, Derek Carr is my quarterback. Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer. Derek Carr is not a Hall of Famer. Um, Tom Brady is a Hall of Famer. Let me get to a better team. Um, but hopefully he's had a little bit of a reality check and realizes he, he needs to like shut the F up, uh, go play football, catch the ball, um, and put the stats up that he's put on put on most years in, in, in Pittsburgh. And honestly, he should have a lot to prove. The Steelers got rid of him. Um, you rarely see a top all-pro receiver um, traded in a situation where the Steelers had to eat $20 million in, 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 in dead money. Um, there was really no incentive to trade him, but they just were like, I don't, we don't want this person on our team anymore. We're entrusting Juju uh, Smith-Schuster and the rest of the folks to do well. Um, so he should have motivation to prove people wrong. And now he's in a situation where it's going to take a few weeks to learn the offense, and he's probably not going to be super productive till week five or beyond. Um, so I'm optimistic, and again, much lower risk for the Patriots than it is for Brown. But, uh, you know, if you had told me um, during one of the past AFC championship games where we matched up against the Steelers or any of the, the, the really epic regular season matchups that um, <laughs> Mookie's really excited about Antonio Brown as well. Um, if, if you, if you, if you <laughs> had told me that number 84 would then be suiting up for the Patriots, I know I would be pretty pumped about that. Um, and uh, it, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, but it, I mean, who, who knows how this is going to turn out? It's going to be, it's going to be interesting and, and why not? You know, Brady's what forty three now. Let's let's liven it up. Let's 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 see what happens. Yeah, no, they're they're they make they're, they're obviously see the time with Brady's coming to an end, and you know they're doing yeah. everything that they can to try to maximize you know his his window, you know for sure. And um, this is one this is one sign, and 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 and, and further, Pat, to, to 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 you know come back in in line with you believing that this is a one year thing. It will be if. This, they go on to win the Super Bowl this year, yeah. and Brady decides to hang it up. Then Antonio Brown is definitely walking out that door with Tom Brady. Um, you know, with with his Super Bowl ring. Uh, I think that's. I'm fine with that. Uh, that, that uh, uh, no, and, I, and I'm fine, and I'm fine, and I'm fine with. So, um, contract year, contract year. I, I, I know we haven't talked here. about this, and we'll talk. About, yeah, exactly. I think if the Patriots. This is my hot take, which we were going to talk about if we, when we got to Patriots at some point. I know we talked yeah. about one of these soon, and it took Antonio Brown signing to us to you know get our asses back to the pod here. Um, I think the Patriots win the Super Bowl this. Um, I, I think, I think this, I think this would be it. I think he would he would ride off into the sunset uh, after 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 this one. That's that's my feeling. That's my belief. Um, so I. I I, I think they're just trying to surround him with everything mm-hmm. they can this last one. Um, yeah, I mean, seven, seven Super Bowls for, for, for Brady and, and uh, as, a start, as a starting quarterback and seven for Belichick as a head coach, nine for Belichick, uh, including his quarterback. Would, would you also see Belichick riding up to the sunset or, or just Brady? No. 
he's sticking around. He's going to show that he can win with Jared Stidham. He's not going to win with Jared Stidham, by the no, way. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to win with Jared Stidham. He's going to try. He's going to try, though. I think he's going to try. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. I, 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 I... I don't think I have. I don't know if I have more faith in the post Brady with Belichick era or the post Belichick with Brady era. But I don't think I have much faith in either one. But um, yeah, I think that's a fair take. I mean, seven would be the most rings and, and probably untouchable. Um, and for, for Brady, and um, this would be what four in? Is that four in six years? Would it be for him? It would be. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty damn good. <laughs> it is a nice little second act. It would be yes, yes, um, <laughs> and all more, all more to the reason that it'd be time, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, if you told me after that crushing loss to the Broncos, um, the, the the one where uh, I think we lost was it the twenty to eighteen one or the other one? I forget. Both the Broncos get, losses sucked. I think it was the first one. Um, if you told me after that loss back in 2013 that uh, um, that that would would take, I mean, three out of the next five has been great, but even even another one, I would be ecstatic, right? So, um, so we will see. I mean, it sounds like we're both net positive here. Um, more to come. Uh, this is episode 49. Actually, we actually <laughs> did a prior episode 49. Um, I was a little late to post it. We were kind of positive on the Red it's, Sox. It was right before it's the. It's better. It's deadline. better off that. You didn't. It would have made us look like idiots. Uh, we, I had just been to a Red Sox game where Mookie Betts hit home runs on his first three at bats. It was exciting. We were like, we were pretty much deck and deck in the wild card. Then we lost seven in a row, and I didn't post it, so I just didn't post it. But this is episode forty nine. We've been exciting episode fifty. Double episode coming for you. We'll be in person, uh, so no, no more give dog on the road. Um, and uh, there'll be some Celtics. There'll be some Patriots. Um, probably not Red Sox, which is for the best. <laughs> Uh, I got to uh, I got to say though about the the uh the ghosted episode 49. Uh there was one <laughs> prediction we did get right. We did think that all four I think we did say all four Celtics would make the World Cup team and they did. Yeah. They yeah. all made it. Yeah. We I mean mostly by attrition, but yes, you're right. Um <laughs> I think that archive is dead now cuz Skype deletes it unfortunately, but uh yeah. that's okay. People will miss our 20 minutes on the US uh, US basketball team which hopefully you know, Smart apparently was out there guarding Giannis today, so he's healthy. Tatum, I think we're fine if he doesn't play anymore. He showed enough. Let's come back healthy. Brown looked like, you know, kind of took charge against Japan. Again, it was Japan, but still, you know. Do, do we? I, I know we're going to wrap now, but, but do, do we see Jalen Brown as someone who can actually be an offensive force, or is he just a no, great defender I, and a good facilitator on offense, and he's probably no, a I think, I, I, No, I think you can. And that was one thing that I kind of took out of it. I knew that if when Tatum rolled his ankle and I was watching it yeah. live, uh, first of all, people need to not – yeah, people were freaking out about that. Like, uh, anyone watching could have seen he that he just rolled that, that he just rolled his ankle. And everyone was just freaking the heck out. And thank God Brad Stevens – you know, he came out and did a press conference, said, yeah, I just talked to him. He's going to be fine. Tatum was walking out, like, without really a limp, without his foot and anything yeah. after he injured himself. It was just... It was yeah. un- also, also, by the way, that was a strong rebound. It was. The presence of mind to go up the floor, beat everyone out there, and then throw a nice he made the right play. to Chris Middleton, who, yep. you know, made both free throws and won the game. So, you know, he needs about- three of the line. I would have liked him to win- make all three and win the game. But, you know, extended <laughs> the game and then won the game in overtime. So... 
good, good, good on you, Jason Tatum. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff from you know Tatum in a game that he didn't, you know, that he wasn't shooting very well in. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the experience has been good for them, and it's you know really, yeah. really good. For, it was going to be really good for someone like Tatum. So that's the shame in it that you know he, you know, he got hurt. Um, you know, maybe he gets back to play. I don't know. Um, but I think they should obviously, you know, take it, take it easy. And the guy I'm really worried about is smart because now this is the, I know he played today. He said he played well, but he's had a couple injuries or he's been dinged up and he's the one I worry about the most when it comes to injuries, you know, with the four of them that are over there. He just seems like the type of guy who's always going to get dinged up. I know. I just hope he doesn't doesn't do anything in a, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, you know, in a 40 point game, you know, at some point, you know, but you know, Hey, I can't fault him for wanting to play. Yeah. You know, I can't fault any of them for wanting to play. Steven seems to not have a problem with any of them wanting to play. Um, and I just think it'll, it'll help guys like Tatum and Brown, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and it does, from watching a couple of the games, it does excite me about the, the Kemba Walker era. You, you forget Kemba, that. Kemba he, looks he really good. He shot, and he makes those shots. Uh, Kemba looks really good. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be fun to watch, and um, I'm happy we ended up beating... Uh, <laughs> um, Turkey! Yeah, that would be Turkey because Turkey uh, with Sem- Semir Dan and oh uh, Seti Osman and uh, Furkan Korkmaz from the Sixers and oh, there's one. Who was the other one? I'm forgetting. He's like the, he was like their best. Oh, there's uh-huh. one other NBA player on Turkey. Um, so you said Seti Osman? Yeah, there was one more. Oh, who was it? Uh, it'll come to me. Oh, well. For some reason, I'm blanking. Uh, I'm blanking. Our, our, right guy, too. our guy obviously didn't play, given his relationship with the uh, the country of Turkey. But no, Enos Kander was not allowed to play. <laughs> you're, you're born. It was your boy in the Bucks, who was formerly on the Bucks. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna let you who suffer. Is, who is it, Pat? Tell me. I'm gonna go look it up when we're done here. It's gonna bother me. Formerly the Sixers on the Bucks last year. Oh, Ersan Ilyasova, the ugliest you. guy, the ugliest guy in the NBA. <laughs> you had to throw that in there. <laughs> um, Thank you, Pat. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, this has been fun. We'll get together in person for the next one. Um, yes, we will. Emergency podcast. Antonio Brown is now a Patriot. We're net positive, but we're kind of terrified, and it'll be exciting <laughs> as hell. So let's do this. Here we go.